You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Black hair in the big leagues. I am your host, Alicia Thomas, and I'm I'm so excited because we've got a really, really special human on today, y'all. She made her Broadway debut as a swing in Beautiful the Carol King musical. She was in the original company of Waitress. She made history as the first black and I think only Anna, first only first and only black Anna in the Broadway company of Frozen. And she was um, right before this pandemic, we were in rehearsals for the Britney Spears musical, which she's starring in as Snow White. Please help me welcome Aisha Jackson. Girl, what is up? You know, a lot. <laughs> But actually, though, a lot. a lot. There's a lot to unpack. I literally started therapy with a new therapist today, and I filled out my questionnaire, Great. and she was like, "There's a lot to unpack here," and I was like, hey, "Yes, there is. Yes, there is." So, oh my gosh, yeah. that's great! Yeah. I fired my therapist earlier in this pandemic, and I'm like, I don't think it was right fit for him, but I need another. Yeah. One. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand. I started with one, and I was like, I don't know if this is the right vibe, and then I was like got an, a recommendation from another friend and I was like, oh, she's it. So I'm very pleased with the decision I made to start with oh. the new person today. Awesome. Like literally one of the best feelings. I, I love yeah. that. It's like an hour to just be like, and this is how I feel about mm-hmm. everything. So and like, and here we go. Here we go. Here's this. Here's that. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so you look gorgeous. I love, do you have braids in? Are these I braids? do have in some knotless braids for you. You know, they look gorgeous. I have been so in awe of like everything that you've been doing through this pandemic, like even like just and I'm sure that's only what I can see. You know what I'm saying? Um, You've been, I'm sure, doing so much more than that. Just like out in the streets. Yes. (laughs) Like literally literally, protesting. (laughs) Literally out in these streets. All the things and working with my uh, university, my alma mater, like talking to them about their de- department and how it can be anti-racist and how we can take steps to make that happen and working on their syllabi and 
yeah, teaching workshops and doing all these different things. So it's been, um, it's crazy because we are unemployed, quote unquote. Um, but right. God has really opened up some doors for me to do like my first solo concert. And <laughs> right, that Airbnb thing, yeah. right? Yeah, and that, that was like a declaration that I made at the top of the year of like, I'm going to do a solo concert. I've always wanted to do it. It scares the crap out of me. And which is, wait, no, we're going to stop right there. How? How? You're a star. What do you mean it scares the crap out of you? Like, like, stars can be scared too, bruh. Um, (laughs) No, it's so funny because I have a lot of friends that are always like, why are you scared? Why are you nervous? But like, fun fact, Aisha gets very nervous before performances, before like, yeah. So, and my, one of my friends is like, I just don't understand it because you look so cool and calm and collected. You are cool and calm and collected. (laughs) You are. And I was like, yeah, but they, my like really close friends, they know how I go crazy about lyrics. I go like, I'm in my brain and I'm a perfectionist. So of course I wanted to come out a certain way. And so, yeah, I get very like. But you're able to do that. You're able to feel that way, but still trust your instincts. I think that's a good. Yeah combination to have because my brain be like we're in the white room what are my lines <laughs> I've definitely been in the white room before okay oh, it's like the worst place to be in front of a live audience it is indeed it's scary it's a scary place um no if you're if you're listening to this and you're like what is the white room why isn't it the black room? <laughs> white stands for blanking out and not knowing when you're what your next line is what your next move is you're kind of just where are you going bl- who you are staring across the stage at your scene partner like huh uh, what am I supposed what to What are we doing? Who am I? In front of a live audience. What's happening? What are my lyrics? I did that as Anna once. I was like, no, you yes, didn't. I did. I was singing True Love. I got to the second. No. I got to the, the third verse, but I sang the words to the second verse. And then for like two bars, I stopped singing because I was like, no, those words. No. I already sang those words. And they kept playing. No. And I was like, oh my God, Aisha, if you don't find these words, if you don't find these words. And so I found what them. And then at this, I, I, I figured them, I, I finagled it, but I stopped singing for a good like two bars of music. And then I came back in and I, and I finished it. And then at the end of the show, somebody at the stage door was like, oh my God, True Love, that's my most favorite song. One, I don't care. I don't like the song that much, but I had to make it my own. And like, I had to be like, okay, let's make this more. Let's make you enjoy it. Anyway, at the stage door that night, they're like, I love that song. I said, girl, I forgot the words and everything, but I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Oh, and they were like, what? We couldn't tell. I didn't know. And I was like, well, that's good. Live theater. Truly, I'm like, like the things that go on that people have no idea no clue. but like they were like oh you were acting so well during that show like I could feel and I was like girl I stopped singing because I forgot the <laughs> meanwhile the cast is in the wings being like oh oh right oh. Like, right what's she gonna do what's she gonna do or like listening to the monitors like stop singing stop singing is the song done do I need to go downstairs so we were clowning at beautiful so many times because every day sounds the same. It's like listening to a CD yep. every day. So anytime, anytime somebody does something different, your ears are like, like oh, did you hear that? Did you? And then as a standby, <laughs> Alyssa and I are upstairs every night. We hear everything. If the smallest thing was different, we're like, huh? it's like, huh? yes, dog ears. You're like, what's happening down there? Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. But I mean, after so many shows. Okay. So there's a, like, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Um, but I do want to say like, um, 
I'm you are such an inspiration. Like, I, like I, I do feel like we are peers, but I also want you to know that, like, I am very inspired by you, Aisha. And um, this is kind of a vulnerable. Thing oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Let's go to that space. This is safe space. Um, so before, oh, there's an echo in my ear. What is Uh-oh. this? I don't know. Um, so before we started the Britney Spears musical, Once Upon a One More Time, the day that I got offered that show, I, gosh, this echo in my ear is crazy. The day that I got offered that show, I was offered another role in a different show. And in that other role, I would, would have been a principal. Mm-hmm. With the Britney Spears musical, you know, I'm an offstage swing. Mm-hmm. And I chose one of the reasons why I chose to be in the Britney Spears musical <laughs> was so that I could have the opportunity to watch you wow. and literally take notes. Wow. <laughs> I thought that that was the wiser decision and something that will help me to grow more like down the line. Than if you made I- me cry. <laughs> wow. That is and I'm like, I'm not sure if I was, if, would I wouldn't ever tell you that, but here, here we yeah, are. So. <laughs> wow. Right. That's a, thank you. Thanks. Wow. I, I think that you are awesome, but on top of being so talented and fearless, you're, you're kind. Hmm. To me, that goes yeah. at the top of the list right. um, because every, like people on Broadway, everyone's beautiful. Not everyone people can is sing. Kind. <laughs> Not everyone is kind. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank that, you. Wow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, no, and I, I don't take it for granted when people like share those vulnerable moments in that. And that is, um, I pray to like be a light and to use my gifts to inspire and uplift others. So whenever someone says that to me, it's like an affirmation of just like, okay, you're walking. You're exactly where you're supposed to be be doing, which I doubt sometimes. So thank you. (laughs) Isn't it crazy how even at this high level, you can still doubt yourself. Like I'm sure that's so relatable. (laughs) People don't talk about that. People don't right. talk, like people aren't transparent with like I did an interview the other day and one of the girls was like you know so w- once you how is it different like before and after booking Broadway like what has changed and I'm like well you know unless your goal is to only book one Broadway show the grind still continues because she's like does the grind right. stop and I was like no the best time to get your next job is why you have one and so like right. we're talking about it and I'm just like it doesn't change but we also don't talk about how like when you get to different levels of success no matter if you get to where you want to be or if you're working towards that like throughout it you always have these struggles of like overcoming fear and doubt and all these different things and I feel like so many people are like oh once you book the job or once you get this or you've done it and it's like no there's a whole nother level of um issues that come along with that and and it's funny even still because like standing by for Anna was a dream and it was beautiful and it was history and it grew me and it was my first principle. But there were so many times within that process that I doubted myself, that I thought like what I was doing wasn't valuable, that I was like, while you're making history, you're thinking literally. And so, and it's like, but like, that's being honest and transparent. Like I'm human. And so even though I'm doing that and I, I, and I want to embody honor and I want to let young women of color know that they matter and that they can be princesses too. And like, I want to walk in all this. So of course I'm like, focus on that, 
focus on that and don't focus on the voices that are like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or focus on the people who are saying I'm inappropriate for it or focus on. So it's it's right. still an active uh, exercise of shifting and challenging yourself to like walk in your purpose confidently and not doubt yourself and yeah. know like you're prepared for such a time as this and like these doors open for you for a reason. So yeah. Come on, such a time as this. <laughs> Come on, Miss Esther. You're not, you're not, you're not. <laughs> okay, so while we were in rehearsals and y'all, if you're listening, we were in rehearsals for 11 days before the world freaking shut down. And mind you, Salisha, I've been working on Once Upon a One More Time since before the Frozen Broadway show. Oh, like in between Frozen Denver and Frozen Broadway, I started Once Upon a One More Time. And have been How doing- many years is it that? It was like when three was years. It was like three oh, years. Geez. Yeah, because yeah, 2017, yeah. So- 2020 would not recommend. <laughs> it was so, so, so then skip to 2020 after we've done all these workshops and labs and readings and blessed- enough to have been Snow White in every single one of them as the nice. cast was changing and morphing all over, yes. uh, being blessed to be that constant and see how it morphs and changes and still like be a part of the premiere cast. I'm like, yes, yes. finally. Yes. And then we rehearsed for two yeah. weeks and then it's all shut down. I was like, <laughs> okay, God, cool, cool, cool. I guess it's not time yet, but once upon a one more time. But it will be. And but right now it's just like, what what do we need to learn? Can we just learn what we need to learn so that we can move on right. so that the globe can move we're on here to for America? A reason, okay. Yes. And there there yes. must be some other lessons that need to be right. learned before moving. That's so funny that you say that, because that's how I had to look at Frozen when I was there. Really? Yeah, because you know, like you do shows and you have, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll stand by for the year, and then like once upon a one more time or happen, or maybe yes. when um Patty leaves, they'll offer it to me, or you you know you have these yes. expectations, yes. and so I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna be strong, I'm gonna be a strong standby, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna do you know what I've been called upon to do, and then the second year came around, once upon a one more time wasn't kind, it wasn't there yet, and then you know Patty renewed, so I was like, okay. Well, she's not leaving. Okay, so here we go. All right, I'll stay. I'll stay another year. Then you get into the third, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to sign another year. I'm not supposed to be here. Like, you know, like you just like you have these expectations. So I I really had to, Frozen taught me how to shift perspective. And I was like, okay, God, I'm still here. That door didn't open. That's the door that I thought you were going to open. I'm here. This door is open and it's a blessing. Okay. There are also other things that are negative that are happening with it. So how do I balance? Like, why do you still want me here? What am I supposed to be doing with this time? I know it's not about me. It's about what you want to do through me. So like, help me right. to, to figure out because I'm clearly here because I got some more lessons to learn. So I'm like, please let me learn them all. So, so let's, that, let's just learn them all. So that when the, you know, <laughs> when it comes back around, I can be like, okay, I am ready to go. <laughs> I got it. Not wasting time on that. Right. We doing this. Right. And it's like, you know, you yeah. want to learn those lessons in those situations so you don't have to be brought back around to them in another form. Yep. So I'm also like, okay, yes. I'm here now. I want to learn it all. Give it to me all. Right. <laughs> I love how you were saying how, like, when you're in a show, you're like looking for the next show. And I think that is there's value in that of like, because you have so many credits. Whereas for me, I'm like, 
beautiful. Please stay open forever. I'm going to just sit up right here in my little corner office. I'm not leaving until they kick me out or I die. Yes. Or the show closed. <laughs> and it's different for everybody. It's so funny because it is different for everybody. I'm always like, okay. Uh, like Frozen was the longest time I had stayed. Because even with Beautiful, I was there for nine months. I'm always like, I had a beautiful little baby. Like I always say that. But I was there for nine months. And because I left Beautiful to do my first off-Broadway show. Um, and... Oh, um, Witness Uganda? Yes, it was then changed to Invisible Thread. But yes, Witness Uganda. I did yes. Witness Uganda. It was my first contract, my first gig when I got out to New York. Um, and we did it at the American Repertory Theater. It's the show that got me my equity card. Um, nice. Um, and that was my blessing, first first show. And um, circling back around to it, coming back around to go off-Broadway. I'm sure people are like, why are you leaving Beautiful to do an off-Broadway show? Right. Like, but I just, but- I believed in it. And I was like, I know if this show goes to Broadway, I want to be in it. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be sad that I didn't take the opportunity to do it one last time. Right. And this is literally one of the reasons why, y'all, if you're listening, I'm, I always think that like off-Broadway is where it's at because people, people don't do off-Broadway because they're rolling in the dough. People do off-Broadway because like they believe in the project yeah. because it fuels them. Yeah. Like, it's like very good. Like yeah. it's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like they want to be there. Right. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I want to be there and I want to do it. And then with Waitress, I was there for like a year and a half. But I guess the way that I've always viewed my, um, like even leaving beautiful, I was like, okay, whatever you do next, like make sure it's a step up. That's what I try to, to not like, you know, make no lateral moves. moves. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you're swinging, you're on Broadway. You check that box. That is beautiful. How did you feel about swinging? And there were moments where I would be like looking at everybody else getting ready for the show. And I'm sitting there like, well, I guess I'm not on tonight, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I, shift your perspective. Okay. What can you do with this time? Um, but like, I remember that feeling. So I'm like, okay, the next thing you want to be on every day. So then I did the off Broadway show and then I did waitress. And so I was like, okay, you're checking off the box of like original originating and and being on an album and like doing a Tony Awards. Like you're checking off all these boxes. Okay. Next one. And so it's, it's just all about, for me, I want to like climb this ladder. I remember when I first booked beautiful, one of a family member was like, okay, so you're on Broadway. You're done. You did it. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. This is the first step. We're at the bottom of the ladder. We got to climb it on up. Right. Um, and so that's how I, that's how I It's a high it. up ladder, but like right. at the bottom of the right. yeah, And so like- that I'm always like, okay, what's next? What's next? But then sometimes that can also be a detriment because when I'm in that place, I'm so focused on what is next that I'm not as present in the moment uh, and receiving right. all the gifts and the blessings of the present moment. So then I have to kind Which of have to special check thing. myself to find that balance of, yes, you can look for what is next and you can prepare yourself for what is next, but also take in everything you have where you are before you move. Cause then you move to the next thing. You're like, Oh, I wish I would have. And it's like, no, you're right. here now. So what can you do in this space that you're in right now? And how can you like make the most of it? Literally. Oh, you are speaking so much truth. And I'm like, we have not talked, even about, hair. talked about hair <laughs> at all. I'm like, it's like 20 minutes in. I'm like, oh my God, I can literally keep going. Because there's just so much. And like, there's just so, there's just so much. We're going to cut for a short ad break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, but I do want to talk yeah, about right. hair. I want to say um, one of the things that I loved watching in the 11 days that we were in rehearsals. Oh, yes. In the 11 days, I noticed how you would come into rehearsal, you would have your your afro out, um, your hair natural in a, a high ponytail or just down, and sometimes you would not even wear makeup. I And it was so, to me, that is that is very inspiring to me because I've always been like, I need a full face, I need to straighten my hair, I need to put on a wig. And you, you came in being yourself and slaying. So where does that confidence come from? Where did you... Like owning just like, this is what I look like. I'm not trying to change for any, like, where did that come from? My mother. (laughs) My mother. Okay. First and foremost, my mother does not wear makeup. So that's probably where that comes from. Like just, you know. Um, and so growing up, like, of course, when, once we got to the age where we wanted to wear ma- more makeup, she's like, okay, I mean, you can, but she didn't teach us that because she don't walk around with a full face of makeup on. Um, and it's right. funny, like when she does get her makeup done and stuff, we're like, Ooh, girl, what you got on? Um, right. <laughs> but she's very comfortable in her skin. And so she's always taught us to be confident about the way we look, about our skin color, about our hair, about like all of the above. And so like, even to the point of wow. like the dolls and stuff wow. that we would have growing up were black dolls the like books that we were reading even now like where did you grow up college calipart <laughs> calipart georgia in georgia. Yeah, in georgia yeah we're in georgia but she's yeah. from new york my mother's from new york my father is from um georgia so they moved down she moved down here to beat my dad but <clears throat> but yeah but like her mother doesn't wear makeup didn't wear makeup either so i think it was we never had that like beauty standard of like you must wear makeup daily and stuff and me and my sister we like wearing makeup but like I don't put on makeup every day I think it takes too much time and I just <laughs> and the pores all of the I things. don't do it every day but I enjoy wearing makeup I love a lash but I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's something that like I must do before I walk out of my door I feel like I accept the fearfully and wonderfully made face that my father above gave me and it's beautiful <laughs> thank you um so, so yeah, I just don't. And then I don't know. I feel like also going into a rehearsal space, sometimes I just like to come in like with comfortable clothes, feeling however I want to yes. feel so that like whatever the day brings, I don't feel uncomfortable because I'm like sucked up in this dress trying right. to like snatched or like have a lash. Like what if I want to cry in a scene? I want to allow myself to not be thinking about my makeup or like stuff like that. And of course, you know, when we do a show every night, we're going to have on makeup, but Right. I don't know. I a just, lot of it. Yeah. I feel like that comes from my mom teaching us to kind of just be who we are and not be ashamed of it and teaching us from a very young age that how we look naturally and how we were created is beautiful. And to not like, <sighs> you know, compare ourselves to other people or to our white counterparts to to think that right. like their beauty and their standard of beauty is what I have to no, I have to Right. I it's very I different. Am. Yeah. 
and so when you do that, I feel like, and I, this to me goes for anybody who is any kind of public eye or inspiring anybody on a small or large scale, like how you show up in the world, it kind of gives everybody else who are looking to you permission to do the yeah. same. It's like, oh, yeah. And I think I don't need all mm-hmm. of this. And I think it's very important too. something that I tried to do purposely whenever I was, um, <laughs> whenever I was doing a press event for Anna or anything like that. I would make sure that my curls were out and I would make sure that like, you know, yes, it was intentional. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I can have straight hair. Black women have straight hair. We can, I can straighten my hair. I could do whatever, but I wanted to make sure you saw it also in forms that people don't deem quote unquote appropriate for a black woman to show up in a workspace as, but yeah. Yes. So yeah. So I would like go to, I would be like, okay, you gotta, like we did a good morning America, uh, um, a little, what performance and um I I was like okay you need to prep your hair okay two days before day it could be a two day old fro but the curls will still be popping and you could (laughs) (laughs) but but no like I intentionally made sure that when I was performing and when I was going out to represent Frozen and Anna that I was also like intentional about my hair even to the point of like the color of my wigs for the show um did you have a say yes. in all of yes. that? Yes, our wig designer, um, David Brown, he, we sat down and we talked and, um, and Ty, Ty, um, I always say his last name wrong, Ty Marturi. I always say it wrong, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like Ty and David were very open about, um, what I wanted. The wig team, the wig, hair and wig supervisor and team was very open just about like, hey, so Disney has approved for you to have whatever color hair you desire. Um, do you want to put reds in? Do you want to? Because it was so funny when I booked it, a lot of my friends were like, okay, like a lot of my black friends. <laughs> oh, you have a red <laughs> wig? or And I was like, I don't know. We haven't <laughs> talked about it yet. And, but I know black women who has red who have red hair. Yeah, me too. Um, they tend to be fairer skinned than I am. But I also know chocolate, dark skinned ladies who have red hair. So to me, especially growing up in, in Atlanta, like I've seen every color on a black woman's head. So it, it's not weird for a black woman to have red hair. But I knew embodying Anna, I don't have that color hair. And so for me to be completely who I am and bring what I can bring to the role, I wouldn't have red hair. And so, um, you know, as long as Anna has the streak, like when she is right. struck, that is the hair that is the the color of hair that is the most important. So we went and he had reds and like honey browns. And he's like, okay, we can do this red with this brown. We can mix, we can match. And so we, oh, we tried a that. few different ones. And I was like, no, that red is too dark. No, this brown is too light to go with this red. So we went back and forth. And then I was like, you know what? Just make it brown. Just. I was like, just make it brown. And he was like, we can always change it. We can always make changes to it. So we can start here. And then if you, you know, want to add red, we can. I was like, great. So we kept it there. And it was just, it just always stayed there. And of course, people had issues with it. But I felt like I'm creating this Anna. You know, Patty has her version of her Anna. I have my version of my Anna. The understudy has her version of her Anna. And so how can I bring myself to it? And I was very proud of the of the decision I made. And I don't know that I knew the weight of the decision while I was making it. But right. um, but yeah, I was very proud because I'm like, okay, I want to see, I want a young woman of color to see herself fully represented in this role. And so having oh. brown hair to me is a part of that. I love that. And I want to even talk about, we're not going to because 
our show, Britney, the Britney musical hasn't come out yet, but like oh. when it does, I cannot, and we, we, won't, talked, we, won't. And we talked about, but, but I talked about hair with them in my contract. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, literally like it, it's, it's going to be so cool, but we, let's not give it away. Yeah. Cause Broadway is coming back and Broadway is, Broadway is, but yes, even with, with, with new shows after learning that lesson from frozen with any other show, I've made it a point to talk to my agents and be like, we need to discuss hair. Because I nice. want to make sure that, especially when you're creating new roles, it's like you right. like you have the freedom. You're trailblazing. Yeah, you have the freedom to do so others. much. And so I want to make sure that as I'm stepping and the name of the role is Snow White. And I am a chocolate queen. So, so like, it's just like, I want to make Honey. sure that as I'm showing up in these roles and like breaking down walls and different things like that, that I'm also making room for black hair to be celebrated on the stage. We'll be right back right after the break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. So you mentioned like, okay, two-day-old fro. Uh, two-day fro. Yeah. Um, what is your go-to? Are you, are you doing wash and goes? Are you doing twist outs? Like, what are you I doing when you have out, your hair? But my sister is great at it. Um, no, it's, um, I've been so... I grew up like a fifth grade. I remember having like my first perm. I remember like being like, it's graduation. Mommy said like, we could have a perm when we get to fifth grade or like something. I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) But you can see like pictures of us when we're younger with the little twists and the poofs and everything. But like fifth grade, I was like, my hair's going to be straight. Not knowing that my hair, like we did the, um, what the hot comb and all that stuff. But you know, when you have the perm, like it's straight, straight. Like you ain't got to read the women. Yeah, like, like it's, yes. yeah, it's good. And so I remember getting a perm when I was younger. But when I went to, so when I went to college, I went to college in Colorado. Very dry, different type of, you know, humidity. It's, it's very different from growing up in Georgia. And so my hair, I felt like my hair was like not breaking off, but I didn't feel like it was like my, my like healthy hair that I'm used to having. So I stopped right. perming it in like freshman, the summer after freshman in college. In college. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I like started wearing it more in my like little, I let the curls out and stuff like that. And so that has been like a journey, but like, no, I, I'm now my curl pattern is a lot better. Cause even when I move, even when I healthier, yes, like, it's healthier, it's like, I had to yeah. get my, like my pattern back up in that thing. And it's cute. Thank you. Thank you so much. What, like, what, what, um, what products are you using? Um, like, I do like a, you always show up moisturized. I'm like, yes, honey, I, I spit that baby. Boy, okay, um, I use um Maui moisture. I use wait, I don't know what no Maui moisture is. Let me write that down. Honey. I use I need Talia Wajid. She's actually based in Atlanta, but I like her shampoos and her um 
her um what is it um co-wash she also has this like um shine spray this moisturizing spray um Talia Rajid Talia Rajid I think that's how you say her name T-A-L-I-A-H and then W-A-J-I-D got it hopefully I'm not misspeaking but yes her products and um my sister just started using Main Choice um oh. and um I love I do use Diva Curl. It's like a conditioner. It's not a leave-in, but I leave it in. Um <laughs> <laughs> I do that. It's too. like a heaven like... and hair or something. It's uh so I use that stuff, but like what do you like your diva curl? I do. I do. I okay. like that. I use that with the like moisture spray from Talia and that usually gets those gets those curls popping. But I do wash and goes. I'm not I am not as dedicated to the life of a twist out and how much time it takes and all of that. I I am grateful to have a curl pattern that will show up with just a wash and go. Because <laughs> I know not I everyone mean, is blessed. <laughs> I mean, like a wash and go is the goal. Like I'm just starting. I got one right now, yes. but like it takes. Like I had to do another one two days ago. Uh, to me, that's too much. Right? You're like, like I want I one. Wanna... I could take out the twist at the top of the week, and then I don't have to do nothing else. But yes, yeah, at least five days. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So that's the goal. That, so that is the goal. But yeah, this curl pattern has come into form because even after I stopped perming, I was still straightening my hair. And then I did like right. a, a performance of Legally Blonde in Colorado. Um, and I was straightening my hair every day. For the show? Yeah. And that was around the time that I was like, oh, you oh, done messed, no, no. You done messed it. So fuck. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. But that was before we knew. And like, that was before uh, we knew to be like, no, I'm not wearing my natural hair for a show. And even with like right. Miss Uganda Invisible Thread, I was twisting. I was doing two strand twists every day. And we had like a little piece that added as a ponytail. But after that, show, I was like, I am not wearing my, even for waitress, they asked me, I did, I have this like bun that I like to do, but I do it when my hair is straight. And so um, I was like, I'm not going to straighten my hair every day to put this bun uh-uh. in my head and you know sometimes uh-uh. you straighten it and it don't come out right or based on the weather like your hair right. like to act the fool and I was like I'm not about to be frustrated a half hour every day when my hair don't want to gel back and go into this bun and I know you're not going to pay me adequately to take care of my hair in the way that I need to right. I know you're going to be like oh our, our hair people can do it for you and I'm like I'm sorry your hair people are white and they don't always know how to deal with black hair. And I don't want to put myself in a situation where I have to teach them. That's something that they should know if you're working on a show that has people of color. And I feel like our hair and wig supervisors and teams on Broadway, they know to a certain extent how to deal with people of color um, and their hair textures and things like that. But I feel like if it's a black hair um, supervisor, they're expected to know how to deal with all types of hair, black, white, Latin, Asian, like any type of texture. But I feel like when it's our white counterparts, they are not in the same thing with makeup. I don't feel like all of them know how to do everyone, everyone's makeup who is a person of color or everyone's hair, even when it comes to talking about wig prep. Right, right. But like, they don't always know. And we end up coming up with the wig prep that is best for our hair. I would love to walk into a room where the wig supervisor can tell me, hey, these are some different wig preps that I know 
work, they have no idea. Work not with for, um, my girls of color, like, which one do you prefer? But no, it's usually like, so how do you like to prep your hair? Which I know that's the conversation that happens all across the board, but it's just like, I wish we had more supervisors that knew black hair. Yeah. So I do want to ask then, like, what do you do? Um, it probably changes. It does. Your it does change. Like when my hair is straightened, I do pin curls. Um, but when it's not, I, especially for frozen, because they wanted my hair flat, I was braiding like cornrows. So I would braid, oh. I would braid two, about five or six braids, but then in the front, there would be a pig t- like plaits that I pin yeah. curled, but I'm still braiding okay. my entire head as a standby knowing what you know an hour every day the show Mm -mm. I but I also didn't yeah I didn't confine myself to you need to walk around with a prep every single day I didn't do that okay because I didn't think that it was fair that is what 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 would happen like what then I would just find out and I would be like okay and then I would look like there was one day (laughs) it was an emergency it was five minutes before places and I had to go on and my hair was in a poof, was in a curl. What did you do? I looked at them and I was like, well, what you want to do with this? <laughs> like, <laughs> because they were trying to rush me. And I was like, y'all, I have to braid my hair. I love that you have been a standby and a swing because I have never done that. I've never swung before. So you know when I will be swinging for you, I'll be like, I would be the girl walking around with that, that, I mean, and that's your prerogative Because that will give you peace of mind. I'm sure that would have given me more peace of mind. I'm ready. Because there were days that I would do the whole prep and the prep took like 20, the prep took like 20 to 30 minutes, especially if I had to detangle my hair. Right. Corner my whole head. And I remember there was one day I went on for a couple days in a row. But then they were like, she's coming back tonight. And I was like, okay, cool. I went home and took out my hair, washed it, da 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 da. That night, she did not come to work. And I was like, no. Are you kidding me? I took out my wig. You know, it's not the same as like having to just throw your hair up in pin curls and it takes 15 minutes. No, I have to detangle, I have to part, separate, moisturize, braid, pin curl. Yes. Like, so yeah, it was. Yeah, I probably could have come up with a better plan for that. But there were moments that I was like, hey, can we come up with a quick prep? Because there is, like in Waitress, I did my two like flat twists and then pin curled the back and my wig was fine and it was flat. But with Anna, because she has braids and they wanted it to lay a certain way, those flat twists got bigger on the side. And so it didn't allow for the wig to sit the way it needed to. So you couldn't show up with Bantu knots? No, girl, never. <laughs> never. never. I couldn't even do a flat <laughs> twist. <laughs> like, uh-uh. So it had to be, because I because my quick, like, I do these two little flat twists that I love. It takes, like, five minutes. And that was my saving grace in Waitress, like, getting ready for the show daily. Because it didn't take that long. But then whenever I went on for Anna, yeah, it was, like, braid. So it was a whole, yeah, it was a whole thing. I'm excited for you, Aisha. I am like, we're going to wrap up soon, but I just want to say I'm so excited like to see everything that you do and how, and I'm happy to have a front row seat for once upon a, one more yes. time to be like, and how does she do it? Yes. Like, I'm so excited. Before I let you go, I want to know, do you have any inspirations like that you look up to? Um, People that I look up to? Well, Deidre Goodwin, actually, she came to my school when I was in Colorado. 
and we didn't have many guest artists of color. So her being there and like knowing, I was like, oh, she was in Chicago and she's in Chorus Line and she's in, you know, like having that and like her being so open to me and like willing to mentor me and talk to me and stuff was like huge, especially being a woman of color at a school that is predominantly white and like having her come in. Right. I was like, whoa, this is like, huh she's pretty, she's pretty dope. So definitely look up to her. Um, Amber Iman, I grew up watching her perform because she's from Atlanta. She's friends with my brother. And so I grew up like watching her and hearing that throat of hers. My God. Um, And so, and then seeing her, you know, walk in her activism as well. Yes. um, Has been, has been beautiful and just, you know, like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's dope. That's, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. I'm no, I'm like, please come on my show. Yeah. Oh, yes. She might be more right? slide on through. She has, she has a lot of hair stories to discuss as well. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, all right. And so what uh what are you grateful for right now? I know there's a lot to be like, F all of this, but what are you grateful? What are we grateful for? Um, today? I'm grateful that this, you know. This pandemic has been a little wild, but it's also been a gift of time um, to kind of like sit back and reassess some things and to like look within and be like, okay, what do you need to work on? So it's been a beautiful moment of, well, not always beautiful. It's been a little ha ha sometimes, but it's been a, a nice moment to take a second and sit. And I think on Broadway and in New York, there's so much like grind, 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 work, work, work. All the time. We try to make time for ourselves and we try to build these self-care practices, but we fail, you know? And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And so this has been a beautiful moment to go, what is it you need? What do you need to do for yourself? And one of those things was like coming home to spend time with my family because our schedule is so crazy. We don't often yes. get time. We get like a week or two a year. And that's what we are yeah. or Monday in, in our family like, time. And, you know, so, um, yes. so six days a week, eight. Just. Yeah. So it's been, it's been lovely to be in this space with my family and to, um, to just love on them and spend this quality time together. Um, it's been hard too. Cause we all sitting here too, like grown, we all grown under one roof. Right. Like, grown, oh, so you do that? Mm, I don't do that. Okay. Oh, so you do that. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, but like, it's been, I mean, it's been growing. Okay. It's been illuminating. Um, but it's been beautiful to spend time with my family and to just be here and kind of just, you know, deal with some things and to pursue some different passions. So I'm, I'm grateful for having the time to breathe and to, to check in with myself. I'm grateful for having the time to, you know, be here with my family, the good and the bad of, of, of that, that, uh, time in this chapter. Yes. Um, and it's good to also find my voice as um, a leader and an activist and like pursue those passions as well. So, yeah, it's been crazy, but, you know, shifting perspective right. <laughs> to, to find right. the, the gratitude in all of it. Thank you for coming on here. I love you, girl. Love you, you are the boss. You- <laughs> love you, girl. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for having right. me. Thank you for doing this. Yes. Yes, thank you. Bye. Y'all, Aisha is the straight up bomb. Please follow her on Instagram at gifted 
to sing that's with the number two gifted to sing on instagram special thanks to the broadway podcast network and shout out to wilton music for producing my theme song love cod which the full version is available on itunes and sung by yours truly special thanks to nick gardner for spreading the word about this podcast and also to Derek gunther for editing this episode if you like what you hear, if you like what you hear, please subscribe and rate this podcast and oh, tell a friend. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. Thanks for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.